Welcome back to another episode of the Midlife Muscle Podcast. I'm your host, Joey Atlas, and today's guest is Argan Mustafa. Thank Thanks you, for being here, brother. Yes, I appreciate sir. you. Thank you for having me. All right, so we're going to be getting into Argan's story. He's going to be sharing uh, how he got into fitness. He's going to be sharing his routine, things he's, he's learned to help him along the way. He's going to get into his nutritional profile, what a day in the, his life looks like, and a few other things that we're going to touch on that are going to help you, whether you're male, female, in your 30s, in your 70s, or anywhere in between. But before we get into it, stay tuned to the end because Argan is going to nominate one of our future guests, just like Ashley and Christiana did. He's going to turn the tables and ask me a question, put me in the hot seat, and he's also going to share his Instagram, Instagram handle. Yep. So that if you want to connect with him, see what he's up to, reach out, you can do that too. See all, so, the, see all the food posts. Yeah, the food <laughs> posts, the healthy gourmet food posts, yeah. right? All right, so again, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. Yeah, man, thank you for having me. I'm excited to do this. Definitely out of my element, so. So not long ago, this was just an idea. It I was. was. You were like one of the early people, you, Ashley. There's another lady, Alyssa. She's going to be on after the new year. Um, but you thought it was a great idea and you were part of that early encouragement mm -hmm. that was like one of the signals. Yeah, this is a good idea. Let's, let's follow through for sure. For and sure. I said, all right, you're going to be a guest if you yeah. think it's a good idea. Yeah. I mean, but here from, we are from an idea, right? Here we are. Right. Uh, I remember when you showed me the midlife muscle, I was pretty impressed by the, uh, the name and everything. How creative. Thank you. Creativity behind it. So it's awesome, man. I'm glad you got this thing going. I'm glad to see it all come into fruition. Thank you. I appreciate it. So. All right. So let's jump right into things. I want to start with a two to five sentence summary of who's Argon right now? Who's Argon right now? Um, Age, what do you do for a living? So I'm 30 years old. Uh, I do real estate, um, obviously in the gym a lot. Most of my time is in the, well, not most of my time, but a good, say a good, good portion of my time is, is in the gym. But um, who I am, I guess, as a person, I'm gonna use a little bit more than a couple sentences. Okay. But um, I am the son of uh, two, Two immigrant parents, very, very hardworking parents, parents who have sacrificed a lot to give me the opportunities and give me a, you know, the, the, the opportunities to live the life that I live now. Um, I'm a brother to, uh, you know, if you would have known him, uh, one of the most selfless, uh, kindest hearted men out there. Um, but uh, I say that because those are the things I feel like the core things that make me who I am today as far as personality wise and, yeah. and all that stuff, you know. So. Amen. Yeah, but but today, and I yeah, and I, th I thank God for giving me that in my life because a lot of people don't have that. Right. Um, True. But but as far as I get into some of those other things, I am 30 years old. I love being in the gym. Um, man, I do I do real estate. That's uh, my bread and butter as far as what I do for a living. Um, you know, aside from that, I also you know like to have fun. Go out to the beach. Go out right. do some runs. Uh, a lot of simple things. Yeah. Nice. You know, I like to enjoy. Excellent. Okay. Perfect jumping off point. So. Let's let's dial things back to your childhood. Um, where were you born? Where'd you grow up? Yeah, so I was born in uh, Albania, um, a small country right above Greece. Okay, yeah. Um, my family moved here in '97. Uh, I was almost four years old, and been in Jacksonville ever since. What made them choose Jax? Um, so, if I remember correctly, I think originally they had moved. I I want to say we were in Miami for like two weeks, mm -hmm. but Miami is so fast paced. And I think my mom and my dad had friends up here. 
um, who they had grew up with and worked with in Albania that were already established here in Jacksonville. So okay. I think that that convinced right. them to move up here a slower pace, a little right. bit more. Yeah. Uh, and also have some, some friends that could help provide some resources and give mm. them a, you know, a step ahead to get established and yeah. get their foundation going. Nice. So you've had a decent uh, upbringing here in Jax. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and again, it's due to my parents' hard work right. due to, you know, the sacrifices they have made. So, um, you know, I can't, I can't complain, um, about the things that I've, I've had in the way I, I grew up, you know? Yeah. It's a, it's a great place. Yeah, I moved I, down I, here from New York to raise my kids. Yeah. 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 No, Jacksonville is an awesome place. And, you know, being in real estate, that's one of the things that I do pitch to people. It's, you know, again, growing up here, it, it is a awesome, very well balanced place to yeah. grow a family. You know, you're not dealing with too much craziness, right. like, you know, you would in New York or Miami with all, Oh, yeah. Being the party city and all that right. stuff, you know, um, but at the same time, you do have some entertainment yeah. and, you know, you're not far from a lot of these bigger cities, you know, like right. a six hour drive from Miami, two hours from Orlando, six hour drive from Atlanta. Right. Or, and we or got a great airport here too. That. And we got an amazing airport. It doesn't yeah. get too busy, at least for now. Right. right? So, right. so Excellent. Jacksonville is awesome. Awesome. Okay. So let's go back to your childhood. Were you an active kid, sports, no sports? What was that like? Not a lot of organized sports until I got into, um, until I got into uh, my senior year of high school where I played lacrosse for Wolfson. Okay. Um, that was the only sport that I had played organized, but throughout my childhood as a kid growing up, I was always outside playing with friends. I was yeah. always active. I was always running around, you know, Right. Um, that with a little bit of mix of, of video games, but right. most of my time was outside with friends. Understood. Yeah. Cool. All right. So give me the scenario that took you into the fitness realm. What were your first steps into like starting to train and whatnot? Yeah, I, mean, I was excited to tell you about this, man, because I, I love this story. I think it's a little funny, but um, so I remember in sixth grade science class, um, I, I overheard this girl and this guy uh, talking, and this girl was um, complaining about how sore she was, and the this kid was uh, he he said something like, "Oh, like with all the five pounds that you've lifted or something like yeah. that," and she was like, "Oh, seventy-five pounds. Thank you very much." So that really had me thinking like, man, I wonder if I could lift 75 pounds, you know? <laughs> uh -huh. And I remember that day I went home, told my mom that I want to go to a gym. We had a gym close to our house called the World Gym at the time. How old were you? I was sixth grade. So I was probably what, like 12, I want to say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 12, yeah. 12, right. 12, 13. Right. Um, so, um, no, I'm sorry. What did I say? No, I'm sorry. This is freshman year of high school. So I was 13. Right. I was 13, not sixth grade. Maybe 14. Maybe 14, yeah. 13, 14, right around there. Um, but, but yeah, that's how it started. And I, I went home, told my mom, hey, I want a gym membership. And, you know, we went over to the world gym, I think the next day, got uh, my brother and I a, a gym membership. And I think one of the first things I did is get on an inclined bench, put, I think, like a five and a five or a 10 and a 10, whatever, added up to 70, 70 pounds at the time. Right. I barely got one rep <laughs> off. And it was the first time I had ever, ever lifted any weights. And uh, that was kind of where it all, I guess, began. Okay, so that was your start. Freshman year of high school, you heard the conversation, you're wondering, can I even lift 75 pounds? You join the gym the next day and you get after it. Get after so it. So that was the start. That was the start. That was one of the world's gym in Jacks? The world's gym in Jacksonville, yeah. Okay. So. And I think Vince, the guy who owned, because uh, I spoke with Vince about this a while ago and I didn't realize that I think, I think that he was owned. His. Yeah, that was his gym. And I think his, uh, his wife ran the uh, gymnastics gym right behind it at the time. Mm hmm. So I didn't know until I got to the world gym and I had this conversation with him. I'm like, man, I didn't realize he was in this fitness industry in Jacksonville for so long. Right. right. But uh, yeah, that was excellent. That was okay. So when I started in the gym, Jacks, anybody tuning in, um, 
if you're on audio right now, you want to see us on video, which I would suggest, um, just go to take the shortcut. It's midlifemusclepodcast.com. That's going to take you straight to the YouTube video <coughs> podcast channel where you can see all the video episodes, including this one with Argon. Midlifemusclepodcast.com. Okay, so when I, when I started at the gym, I was training a friend of mine, Darren, um, and I really wasn't paying much attention to the people around me. I was really focused on helping my friend get to where he wanted to go. And, I, and, and he had purchased a one-year membership for me, but we were only going to train for two months. That's all I told him we needed. He'd be, up, he'd be up and running by the time two months was over. And he was. But he, he bought me a year membership because it just was easier for him to do. Right. So I was like, all right. Now, by the time two months is over, I'm starting to like, like the place. And I was training at home. I've been, in, I've been in gyms my whole life since I was a little kid. Yeah. But I've been training at home with a, a whole machine I designed and built, a whole system. But God, I told the girls who were on previously that God is making a lot of this happen. Like God is literally laying out the steps for all this. Yeah. And part of it had to do with me going with Darren to the gym as, as one of the first steps. The gym jacks, man, it's, right? uh, yes, it, it's, it's unbeatable. And it's, it's one of those things you have to experience. You could talk about all you want, you know, but it's one of those things that you have to tell people like, yo, you got to come by, you got to check out the environment. Yeah. You know, that's, not your, that's not what your made commercial me gym. Right. 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 So by the time two months was up, I'm like, well, I don't have to come here anymore, but I'm like, I, I got into a little bit of a groove. Like I was more productive at home with my work stuff. Cause I usually work from home. And go in there, it was just a good vibe. Everybody's training. I had some people coming up to me, introducing themselves. Like you and I crossed paths a few times early. Like we'd nod at each other, give you a hey. That's how it starts. That's how it starts with the nods and everything. Yeah, yeah. and I I saw you. And after two or three times, I was like, ah, this kid knows what he's doing. Like you look like you're in shape, but there's a lot of people who are in great shape that if you watch them, it's like, ah, it's questionable how they're training. But you, I could tell, this guy has put serious thought and development into the program he's doing. Right? And I was like, he knows what he's doing. So eventually you and I started talking. Uh, we did that abs and core training session together. Yeah, yeah. which I still uh, do. Today. Yeah, I saw so, yeah. Idris, your buddy. Idris, yeah, yeah, I put him on to the, the I saw him. Like, he, was, gotta, he was yeah. doing, I was next to him. <laughs> we were joking around. I, I, think, I think Argon left for the day when you went out to the parking lot. <laughs> But I saw him doing those reverse cross leg crunches yeah. on the bench, which I was like, ah, all right, good, good stuff. He has to slow it down a little bit, but he's got the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, same, same thing with other people. Like I, I'm, the atmosphere is very like, friendly. There's a lot of camaraderie, um, you know, no attitudes. It's very supportive. Yeah. Um, you know, not every single person but generally speaking like the regulars yeah you could tell it's like everybody's there you know to support each other even if it's in a quiet kind of way yeah yeah right the the, the way i the way i i explain it to people it's like coming into a job that you really really love every single morning with people that you really love you know right. that's the way that's the best way i can really explain this because i think we've all at some point had that job right we just love the people that work there and everything right yeah. but that's that's the closest way that i've been able to explain it without having to bring somebody there but everyone right. i brought there like yourself get a membership yeah it's yeah. they love it they love it's, it. it's great yeah. so and you know again anybody listening if you ever go there if you're from jacks and you're looking for a place to actually go and train 
go check out the Jim Jacks. Um, well, I'll, I'll link to the place in the show notes, actually. So you're going to want to come check out the show notes, midlifemusclepodcast.com, and the newsletter, which is free, midlifemusclenews.com. I will put the link to the Jim Jacks in there. I'll put the Instagram feed and what have you. Look, I, I live in Mandarin. If, you, if you're familiar with Jacksonville, Mandarin is about 25-minute drive away from the Jim Jacks, sometimes 30, depending on traffic. Right. I happily drive to the gym jacks six days a week. That says a just lot. Just to go Because you got there. places literally right down the street from you. Exactly. I got, I got two Baileys within right. a mile of span, you know? Yep. So that's how, that's how, how, how impactful this gym is. And, you know, I'm, I'm telling you, it's been, I've been a member there for three years, you know, um, and you're a product of your environment. The right. environment there changes you. It changes your routine when you go there. I mean, even just seeing other people work out, like you got David Canfee out there, you got, um, Dan, Chris, a lot of the other trainers, right? And I mean, right. you you see them close to you, you kind of mute your, uh, this is something that I did at the beginning, like legit, you know, I would mute my headphones and kind of see what he's telling other people, how he's right. telling them to do it and stuff. Right. And maybe, you know, just nitpick that way yeah. a little bit, you know, get some yeah. free game. So right. no, but you know, just watching even other people, just everyday goers out there, you, yep. you, you learn something new. And um, a lot of people there, like you said earlier, they're, they're serious about their fitness right. and uh, they know what they're doing. Yeah, yep. it's good to see. Um, so, okay. So let's, let's go a bit deeper here now. Let's, um, what is, this time of year, what does a typical weekly training rotation look like for you? Do, are you doing like body splits? Uh, what, what does it look like? Yeah. So my routine stays pretty similar, uh, throughout the year. Um, I, uh, I go in there. So from Monday to Saturday, I'm doing Monday, I'm doing back and biceps along with some rear delt shoulders and some abs. Um, Tuesday, I'm doing uh, chest tricep along with some uh, side delts. Sometimes very, very little front delt because you're getting so much front delt work yeah. through the pushing movements, right? Um, and then some a little bit of abs there at the end as well. Um, Wednesday, legs, a little bit more quad dominant, mm -hmm. a little bit of hamstring. Um, and then I, I restart. So Thursday, going back to the okay. back end and bicep routine. Friday, chest and, and tricep. And then back to legs on... Um, on Saturday, um, that one, that workout will be a little bit more hamstring dominant right. and maybe even throw in some power movements like deadlifts yeah. or something like that too. So, okay. What about cardio? Cardio. So, uh, what I've been doing for cardio recently, I've, um, I've been running a little bit more. So I used to do cardio. I used to get on a treadmill, just kind of do a, um, a steady state cardio, like a, like a, like a, like a nice pace walk for about 30, 35 minutes. That just got boring to me. Mm -hmm. So I've been trying to find other ways to uh, just get active, you know, just to burn calories, right? Okay. But I'm doing some runnings now on Fridays with Neptune Run Crew over there at the beach. Nice. Um, sometimes throwing in a run on my own with some friends. We'll go down to the Brooklyn area of Jacksonville, run up another 5K there. Right. Um, and then just doing things like pickleball or, yeah. you know, flag football, just fun ways to stay right. active. So that's right. kind of how I implement my cardio. Cool. All right. I'm going to send you a treadmill trek video from my YouTube channel All right. for you to try as a little something different that might not be so boring, yeah. but still not brutal. Yeah. Just different enough where, oh, okay, I could do this once every other week at least. Right. Maybe more than that. All right. So I, I won't forget. Um, okay. So that's the, that's the fitness framework that you're training under now. Um, what's your general approach to nutrition? Man, I love talking about this part. Um, so a lot of steak. If you, uh, I don't know if you watch my stories or not, but a um, little bit. Yeah. So I, I have, I eat a lot of steak, but a lot of, um, and I really, I want to, uh, amplify, um, 
emphasize on this, the, the quality of the food that you eat, right? Um, I do eat 90% of the time I'm eating grass-fed, grass-finished steak. Right. Um, I'm eating pasture-raised eggs for breakfast. So let me take you out to my, my typical day, right? Right now, since I'm trying to at least keep my weight, maybe throw on a little bit more pounds, I don't mind. What is your weight? My weight right now, I'm at 206. 206, and what's your height? 6'1". 6'1", yeah. 206. Yeah. So um, right now, I'm starting my day off with a third cup of raw oats mixed with 35 grams of protein. 10, 10 grams of that is coming from the collagen. Right. Um, I'm doing three pasture-raised eggs on uh, sourdough toast with avocado. That's all breakfast? That's my breakfast. So I'm getting at least my 50 grams of protein, some extra carbs in there, where I used to do just a 50-gram protein shake with like three grams of carbs. You know, that was doing me well, but I just wanted to get, get a little more nutrition in with right. the eggs and things, right? Um, for my lunch, I have, you know, and convenience is a big part sure. of my day, right? I don't have the time to cook four meals a day. Um, so I'll cook my breakfast. For my two lunches, I'll usually eat out uh, about, I'd say, 75% of the time. But I got like this healthy rotation of restaurants that I go to, mm -hmm. right? So I'm eating like Mediterranean gyros. Um, I'm going to get this like shaken beef with the red rice at this, uh, I think it's a Thai spot, okay. uh, Thai restaurant. Um, you know, and, and at these restaurants, I'm getting extra protein, right? right? So to hit again, that 50 gram of protein per meal. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing that twice a day. Sometimes I've even, if I have the time, I'll do a home cooked meal. For lunch or for dinner? For, yeah, for like my second lunch, let's okay. say, right? So you have two lunches. Two lunches. Yeah, two, two lunches. Two midday meals. Yeah, so, so one post-workout and then another one around like 3, 30, 4 o'clock. And, and what then time is dinner? Dinner is right around anytime, anytime between 6, 7, sometimes even on 8 o'clock or so. Are you cooking yourself at home? I am, yeah. And that's usually where I have uh, that grass-fed ribeye. Okay. Um, along with some cucumber. I try to keep my dinner low on the carbs. Right. right. So I'll just get, again, my steak, get my protein, usually about a 14 to 16 ounce steak. So that's another 80 to 100 grams of protein um, grilled along with the cucumber to get some fiber in me. Okay. So, Where do you typically buy your meats from? Uh, I go to Sprouts. Sprouts. Yeah. All right. Nice. So Sprouts has a good selection of uh, some grass-fed, grass-finished steaks for a pretty, pretty affordable price from right. what I've compared to at other places. Okay. Yeah, it's a good place. So you're cooking for yourself or do you have a girlfriend, anybody no, else? No, I cook for myself. Cook single. For myself. Yeah, single. All right, ladies, you hear that? <laughs> As of now, this guy is single. As of now. Uh -huh. might, might go stay, quick. Might stay, go quick. <laughs> stay tuned for that Instagram handle. <laughs> there you go. It's a good guy for sure, I'm telling you. I, I appreciate All right, that's it. good. That's, that's good. So without naming name brands, uh, now remember, you're 30 or 31? I'm 30. All right, so 30. Put this into context. Anybody listening? 30-year-old male, 6'1", 206 pounds. As you're listening to his nutrition breakdown, just keep in mind what he's feeding. And when he trains, he trains. Like, you're there for a solid hour and a half. Usually two to two and a half two, from, from two start half. to finish. Yeah, right. so I'll, I'll, I'll do You do good, your mobility stuff, though, too. Yeah, yeah, I'll right. do like a 15-minute warm-up, especially my shoulders. Right. Um, you know, but or my mobility in my hips, you know, yeah. if it's on a leg day. Right. Um, and then at the end, that's where I'm throwing in either those shoulders or abs at the end. So my leg day is actually my shortest day because I don't throw in the abs and the shoulders at the right. end, obviously. You right. know, I'm, I'm fried. All lower but, body. Yeah. Right. Right. But I am, I'm burning calories, man. If you oh, see yeah. me there a lot of time, I'm, I'm in there drenched in sweat. Yeah. No, you are. I, I see it so, all the time. Yeah. I, I much respect. I appreciate um, it. So now 
that that caloric <coughs> intake and the protein volume makes sense. Yeah, and let me actually uh, add on to that. That's that usually my my new my meals right now equal about thirty anywhere from thirty three to thirty five hundred calories. Okay, and I'm not like super strict. I'm not competing or anything. Right, I've never right. competed, so You're sometimes not... I'll even sneak a couple of cookies or something like that in yeah. there. You know, of course you um, should. Yeah, right. But on average, right now I'm probably burning about three thousand thirty one hundred calories a day, depending on the day if I'm running or things like that. Yeah. So. Okay, so what do you like when you deviate? You're gonna have a treat meal, go out. What do What do you like? I don't have cheat meals. I I, I take a cheat meal whenever whenever I really want to. Yeah, know. not so. I mean, that's the terminology. I don't like yeah. using it, but most no, people are like when I say that they know what we're talking about. But so, uh, Christiana called it a deserved meal. Right. But like things where you deviate from your normal plan. What are, What are those things? Yeah. Oh uh, man. So what do you like uh, on the weekends? Usually. Um, a good go-to where you got good macros, not the healthiest, right? But like, let's say on a Friday night, night before I'm hitting leg days, I'll go to, like, I'll have like a Five Guys burger, mm -hmm. right? Maybe some fries. Right. Um, but I love pizza. I love, yeah. you know, Which pasta. places do you like around? Oh, man, so good pizza in Jackson. I like New York style pizza and the two best that you can really find. Again, New York style, not like the, the other ones, right? But as far as New York style goes, uh, Serafina's down on Racetrack Road is, yep. is, is pretty good. Yep. And then Biggie's is also. Did, pretty you, met, good did you meet the owner Joey in Serafina's? Um, it's him and his wife. That's always there, right? I think so. Yeah, Short yeah. Italian guy from Brooklyn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're 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 always there. Right. They're, yeah. Right. Yeah. I I met him when they were opening the place when I lived over that way. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're uh, they're great. Yeah. Um, probably the closest thing you can get. So I had Italian pizza recently. My very my first and only time having it. Um, mm -hmm. I think in Lower East Side. Okay. Um, and I would say, is, yeah, Serafina's is probably comes in a little closer to actual New York style pizza right. than anything else I've had south of New York. Yeah. Even down like in Orlando or Miami. Right. Um, right. But yeah, when you walk in there and I remember the first thing I think I heard was like, she didn't call it, do you want it for dining or, or takeout? She said, do you want it? The way, the way she said it, I forgot exactly what she said, but the way she said it was like, all right, like this is like uh -huh. New York. Right. You know, so <laughs> so to, to stay or to go. She yeah. said to stay or yeah, to yeah. go. And I was like, okay, nice. here we go. Yeah. So that was Very awesome. cool. But I love that place. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of good feedback. I haven't eaten there but because um, I moved by the time they opened, but yeah. a lot of good feedback. Yeah, no, their pizza's um, good. And yeah. they have these... Um, these sodas, uh, oh God, it's like a coffee soda. Yeah. Oh, man, so Manhattan good. special? Like, or they have a fountain? No, no, it's not a fountain. It's in a bottle. Is it Manhattan special? It might be. I don't I don't. What color know. is the label? It's like, I think it's like a gold and black label. That's Manhattan so special. So it might be Manhattan special, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they're still mafioso owned, but yeah. they, oh, used, they used to be. Oh, wow. Yeah, my dad used to be friends with one of the owners. Oh, wow, okay. Back in Brooklyn. That's good stuff, man. Through the gym, yeah. nonetheless. Yeah. They met at the gym. Good stuff. Past couple of times I've gone there, she said they're like on back order and stuff. So like they What's must that? be hind them. Oh, yeah. The sodas, yeah, yeah. It's popular. It's, yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Okay. So without naming name brands, what specific supplements do you take, if any? Yeah, yeah. So I take my um, my pre-workout uh, in the morning. I take my, my vitamins. I don't take a multivitamin, but I'll take a, a fish oil, magnesium, um, vitamin D with the K2. Yeah. Um, I will take, I said fish oil. There's one more in there that, oh, my turmeric, okay. turmeric as well. Um, I take the collagen in the morning. Like I said, I'll mix that in with the protein and the oats. Mm -hmm. um, I'll do my creatine after right. my, my workout. And that's really it. And then recently I've been taking uh, inositol uh, along with the magnesium and also uh, glycine. Right. For some some better sleep, which has yeah. actually helped. Yeah. Okay. 
So yeah, I've um, I won't go into detail, but I've kind of gotten away from some bad habits. Yeah, trying to improve my sleep and everything. Since I got this Whoop thing too, by the way, I don't know if you have one, but this thing no. has helped I'm me sleeping, track. A I'm lot sleeping of well. If you're sleeping well, man. That sleep makes a big difference yeah. in your day. Yeah, a little, yeah. couple little tricks. One of them is I've been adding five HTP before bedtime. Like okay. I, I drink some herbal tea at night, but I take uh, 200 milligrams of five HTP. Okay, and that's helped a lot. Nice. Um, and I know a lot of people like they like to they like to go to um, what's it called melatonin. Yeah. But people don't understand that whenever you start taking melatonin from an external source, your body stops producing yeah, it. I was never crazy about it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I never was right. either. I like I would take it to get into routine for like I would take it for like three nights to get right. in that sleeping routine at a certain mm -hmm. time, and then I'd get off of it. Yeah. And that that would help me. But right. like I hear people take it like regularly and you shouldn't do that. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. I mean, especially now there's more and more information coming right. since, since there's been so much information to look at historically, people using it the last bunch of years, like now the patterns are showing. Right. Uh, and there's other options out there now that are just quote unquote better. Yeah, no, much better, much better. Cool, all right, so. good stuff. So, so we got the day in the life. Um, you drink any coffee or tea? Um. So sometimes I'll have a coffee um, if I feel like I need it later not on. Not every day. day? Not every day, no. I get my, my pre-workout has 200 milligrams of caffeine. Okay. Um, I try to not drink caffeine if I don't need it. Okay. But sometimes if I have like a longer work day, you know, right. I'm, I might have some, um, or like this morning, for example, I woke up for, you know, the Neptune run crew. Yeah. So I stop by gate, get a little right. cup of right. coffee, drink half give of you that. A little boost. Right. Right. Just to give me a little something. Yeah. Right. Um, so small to where it might even be uh what do you call it um where you, you trick your brain into it uh I placebo uh, yeah placebo right so <laughs> right. i'll have like a few sips and i'll be like man i'm good and then i'll save it for my pre-workout for my actual like lifting yeah so okay. but yeah I'll, that, that's about it for nice caffeine. all right so you started training when you were you were around 13 14 freshman in high school you're 30 now in all those years have you ever experienced any kind of setback come up against any kind of like personal challenges, oh, yeah. whether it's an injury, surgery, just feeling down and depressed yourself, like yeah. that took you off track. Are you willing to talk about that yeah. and then how you got back on track? A hundred percent. I mean, there's been so many setbacks since that time. Like I haven't <laughs> been consistent Understood. You know, since 13, right? I mean, just simple things from just being in school, not having the time, getting a new job as a young guy where I'm working, you know, as a server, you know, these, these, these crazy hours right. and just throwing me off my routine, you know, and then you don't go to the gym for a few days and the longer you stay out of the gym, the less you feel like getting back right. into it, you know? Um, but I've had many setbacks like that just from simple life. Um, um, I had, you know, when my brother passed, you know, mm -hmm. uh, four years ago, that was a little setback where I had to take some time, uh, a couple weeks mm -hmm. and it was even harder getting back. The hard part about that was getting back in the gym. Cause a lot of people knew. Yeah. Uh, and this is before I was coming to the gym jacks, by the way, okay. this is the neighborhood gym mm -hmm. where at Bailey's, you know, I kind of felt like, uh, you know, just, just a little uncomfortable yeah. being there. Like eyes were on me or something right. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, you know, it was, it was hard. It was, I would get to the gym and then maybe leave after like 20 minutes because mm -hmm. I just didn't feel comfortable going mm -hmm. there. So that took some time to, to get over. Um, how did you, how did, how did you get over it? Like what, what did you do? Just pushing yourself, man. Just, you know, getting in there and, you know, time doesn't heal all, but it certainly helps. Right. Um, so, you know, just with time, just getting in there so daily. You kept at it. You just didn't kept give at up. It. Yeah. Just, just kept at it. You know, um, 
because again, you know, I kind of had to get over my own mindset because it wasn't like I, d- I had done something bad and that's why right. people were looking at me, you know. Right. But still, I just I'm not the kind of person. Felt awkward. Who likes, yeah, yeah, it felt a little awkward, you know. Right. Um, but you know, over time, it just got better. You know, obviously, other people got other things to worry about, so they're not thinking about that all the time, right? right? Um, so you know, just just kept at it and just kind of it just I was back in the gym, you know. Right. Um, was it before that actually? Yeah, so in 2017. I had gotten in a car accident where I needed uh, labrum surgery. So I was doing like nothing but cardio for wow. that time, right? Yeah, so I was out of the gym for, um, I was away from weights for about six months. Mm. But I was still keeping at it as far as like just trying to stay in shape, cardio right. and stuff, right? And then as my shoulder would get better, um, I remember I'd follow some people on uh, on um, on on Instagram and YouTube. Uh, and I would just kind of like get little ideas as far as like doing cardio, but like hit workouts. Now that would involve some shoulder action that would right. involve some, some pushing and mm-hmm. all that kind of slowly strengthen that. But what took a long time was getting my confidence back right. from that shoulder to stability yeah. to really get back to like heavier weight training. Right. right. You know? But that was the, that was probably the biggest setback that I had. Um, that was accidents like well even the, the loss of a loved one those come out of nowhere yeah you're not expecting yeah. it and then i mean you don't know how you're going to react when you're in that situation or what are you yeah. going to do after like you're uh, in it like you're in it in- uh, like instantaneously you're in it absolutely you know and i remember my cousin telling me hey you know now it's time to get back in the gym right i said yeah i said and, you know this was only like i think two two to three weeks after you right. know so so having people like that around you is very important people that are not just gonna be okay with you sitting down and being depressed, but you know, are going to be looking out for you, looking out yeah, for you, you know, genuinely you looking out and giving you a push right. to get out of that comfort zone out. Cause it could have been so easy for somebody going through something like that to just say, you know, Hey, I'm not motivated anymore. I'm depressed. I'm going to sit here for as long as possible, but having those people to right. tell you to, and Hey, that turns into years. That turns into years by the time you know it, right. you know, and next thing you know, you're you know, hundred pounds overweight and now it's just harder for you to get back to where you yep. were. That you has know? happened so, many times. Yeah. So, so again, I thank God for giving me amazing family and, and friends that Amen. do help and, and, and push me. Amen. In Love it. Direction, so, so, um, did you mention earlier when we were on the phone, I thought you said you were like at prayer time or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Tell me. yeah, so, um, so I'm Muslim. Um, that's something that a lot of people don't know about. Okay. I guess I don't look like your typical Muslim. No. Right? <laughs> so, um, that's something I try to, you know, keep to myself, um, you know, but not try to keep to myself, but I don't go out there and push it. Right. 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 Um, I have respects for all faiths, all yeah. religions. But uh, on Fridays, we have kind of like how, how Christians go to church on Sunday for yeah. prayer, right? We go to Juma at the mosque okay. um, on Fridays. So um, today I feel a little, bad, a little, bit, a little bit bad because I, I didn't make it. We were at, uh, we were at Fogo de Chao with uh, Idris and another friend right. of ours. And that's like our little spot where we gather yeah. for lunch every so often. So it's been a while. And we're just catching up. And this guy, <laughs> the manager there, man, whenever we go there, he treats us like gold. You know, and um, he kept on bringing us stuff. Like, and then he brought us to, like, we're expecting the check. And every time he's coming, he's like, okay, like cheese and honey. Okay. And then he got pineapple with like this ice cream dessert. It's like, man, okay, we can't just say right, no to this. You right. know? It just kind of just, just took up that time. Yeah. Understood. And then uh, by that time I couldn't go anyways, because yeah. it is at a certain time. It was time in your heart you, though. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was in my heart, you know? Um, but, but yeah, no, that's what, that's what that was. Very so, cool. I love hearing that. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for sharing that. No, absolutely. Man. Um, all right. And, and I didn't grow up that way, by the way, you know, my parents, uh, 
never pushed any kind of religion on me or anything. I got more in tune with it mm -hmm. uh, after the passing of my brother. Okay. Just just naturally something that kind of just um, sucked me in. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, understood. Th that's that's fully how that understood. Happened. Yeah. Yeah. It says a lot right there. Yeah. Thank you for sharing I'm, I'm, that. I'm thankful for that. Right. Know, I'm thankful to have that. And then having a friend like Idris, he's, he's yeah. Muslim as well. Okay. Um, a little more, he grew up with it more yeah. than I did. Okay. So having friends like that too, that I can ask questions right. to, and him and another buddy, Nora, mine. So. Nice. Nice. I like it. Okay. So um, what are, like, as you consider your life now, you're 30, you're in the groove. What are your goals when it comes to your health, your fitness, wellness, longevity? Like what, what, what goes through your mind when you look toward the future? What, what's your aim in doing all this? Man, just to, just to stay healthy as possible for as long as possible, not neglect myself. Um, you know, when it comes to gym and the fitness, it's not just about like having a six pack or looking a certain way. I mean, I think just like with many things, that's what originally gets us attracted sure. to it like hey right. we want to have a six-pack and we want right. to be big we want to look good and all we'll that. Right. attracted right but then you get in the gym and you're like man this is this is mental therapy oh yeah you know it's deep yeah it's it's a lot deeper than just the looks right and then that's where you i guess you start to fall in love with it yeah and then you know you do it for so long to where it's like man i don't think i can live without this right yeah despite even if you're in the gym and not having the best diet but just the fact of being in the gym mm. it helps you um so much mentally yes um you know and um yeah i don't know i mean i don't really have any particular goals as far as like although you i mean you named the biggest one it's just being healthy being, as long being right, as possible right. and staying strong and yeah yeah um, you know i mean able I'd, to give yourself a quality of life for exactly a quality of life you know i mean i i want to be a uh i want to have a family one day i want to be a father one day you know i don't want to be a, mm. a father that can't run around with their kids right this is big now. Now you're getting into the good stuff. Yeah. You're, you're going to be setting the example for those kids. Yeah, like, no. I'd... They're going to learn. The the best things they're going to learn are from you and their mom. Right, right. Right. Yeah. The example you guys are leading in terms of lifestyle, your habits, your values. And so, you know, by nature, what you're doing is going to give them a better life because they're more likely to pick it all up. Yeah. And do it themselves too. If you guys are gentle with them and introducing it to them mm -hmm. like first, just by sight, because that's what, what they do. Oh, cool. This is what, I guess we should be doing this too. Yeah. That's and priceless it, right there. It, it is. And, you know, I see like some of the people at the Jim Jacks, um, you know, they bring their kids, even if they're just sitting in the kids' club, mm -hmm. they're just getting used to the environment alone, right. you know, and used to seeing their parents do these things. And, um, uh, I was talking to another girl earlier at the Jim Jacks and she was telling me, we were talking about a Spartan race and she was telling me how her kid had ran like this, I guess like a mini Spartan race that they have set up for mm -hmm. kids, like a half mile with right. these little obstacles. And, you know, just doing things like that, I think it's, it's awesome, man, because I think it's very important to instill these habits in kids at an early age. Yeah, big time. Because like I said, once they, I, I think they're just more bound for a better life, yeah. period. You know? yeah. and, I, and I'd say too, I mean, fitness has, um, and you probably feel the same too, but I mean, it's just made me a better person overall, a better friend, a better right. son, um, you know, Agreed. Uh, just overall just more, more capable, more energetic. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, um, the people around you deserve that from you. 
Amen. You this know? is big. That's yeah. huge right yeah. there. You know, your, kids, your loved ones deserve the best version of they you. They do. They life. do. And it's not fair for them to, it's not fair for you to neglect yourself. And um, it becomes a burden on them. It does. Psychological and, and an actual burden. It, it they, does. Like if you can't do certain things, you know, you're taken away from their life. Right. You get, and, and you're making it tougher on everybody, both. Right. Uh, logistically and psychologically. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, um, and this but, happens but a lot. I mean, it does happen is, a lot. We're just in like the I don't know, ten, fifteen percent of people in the world taking care of ourselves, right. while the other eighty-five, ninety are the ones who are doing all the other stuff and making life very difficult on yeah. all levels. Yeah, you know, and I think if people understood it from that perspective, uh, people would be more, um, more inclined to live a healthier lifestyle. You know, because I mean you don't want to see your kids down because their dad is struggling with right. health issues no. and, and all that, especially at an age where, where, where you shouldn't be. Right. 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 Um, again, going back to my brother, I mean, you know, my parents lost a kid. I don't think it's fair for them to, for me to just give up you know, on myself and neglect my health and all that stuff, you know? So no, he wouldn't want that for it, you. It, exactly. You know, I want him to, to know that, okay, hey, Argon's good. Argon's healthy. At least he got that going for right. him. You know, everything else well, will fall into place, but right. at least, at least he's got some of that yeah. going, you know? Um, but, but again, man, you know, your, your kids, even, you know, at a young age, they want to be able to, I know at a young age, I want to be able to run around and play soccer with my dad, yeah. just simple, do simple things like kick the ball and stuff. Right. right. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think if people were to see it more so from that perspective, it would, uh, it would, it would, it would shift their mindset yeah, a little it's, bit. It's very common. I mean, I, I still coach people privately remotely. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't remember the last time I trained anybody in person, like for, for pay like whatever i do for friends it's totally like gratis like i did with darren but i do coach people for high pay remotely uh it's very intense like i'm fully involved in keeping them accountable managing their training uh keeping an eye on their daily nutrition and everything else that's connected to that and most people they'll reach out because in some way shape or form they want their body to be (coughs) even like women and men in their 60s, early 70s, they want to lose their gut. They want to get rid of the trouble zones. They want to tone up. They want to look better. They want to still be able to wear a bathing suit on vacation, right? right? And then in talking, I get them to really understand that what we're really after here is actually giving you a better functioning body, mind, and spirit. And if we're doing all the right things to make those goals the priority, your body is going to actually just look better because you're focused on all the really important things, yep. your health numbers, your energy, your sleep, um, your strength, your balance, coordination, stamina. Um, how are you eating? Let's, let's get all that in order. Not be on a diet, but let's look at, are you feeding yourself to get all the best outcomes? Exactly. And magically, magically. Oh, my body is getting better. Yeah. And we're not just focused on having a better body. Yep. Right. It just happens as, as a side effect when you shift the focus. That's really what a lot of people have to grasp. You're right. You know, and that's, uh, you know, that that's a win, right? Whenever you do these things and then you start seeing these changes, that's a win. Right. Right. And things always become fun, whether it's in business, whether it's in fitness, whenever you start winning, whenever you start making more money, right. That's that momentum, internal momentum, right. It starts to become something you enjoy now. Um, and something you fall in love with. And then the next thing you know, you're in this habit where you you, you, you can't go without this. Right. You know, yeah, it's too good to stop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, I have conversation with people, and it's like, it's man, it's 
oh, I want to get to this point. If I got to this, I'd be good, this, that, you know, and it's not about that. Like there no. is no end to no this. End point. Cause your body, you know, as, as, as just how you got to this point, you can get off it and now you go right back to where you were. Right. right? So it's this constant. It's a life journey. It's a life period. journey. Period. It's a life journey. So you have to 100%. see it going into it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So unless there's anything else you want to add, we're going to get to the nominate question for me, social media handle. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. You ready? Yeah. All right. So who do you have to nominate as a future guest? So to nominate, um, I'm going to nominate, uh, I mean, I don't know his last name, uh, Chris from the Jim Jacks. Trainer. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, uh, trainer, Chris. Carrie's husband. Carrie's Carrie, husband. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Kari, Kari's yep. husband. Yeah. Chris, I know he's going to be a great guest. I yeah. thought about it. But I didn't want to ask him because I wanted somebody to nominate him. Right. Here you are doing it. Yeah. Uh, he and I have had a couple of short conversations because he's always so busy. Uh, but the first conversation was just we bumped into each other in the locker room. And I told him, I said, hey, I notice how you're training people. And I got to tell you, like, I've been in this realm a long time like right. for life. And I appreciate how you handle your clients and what you do with them. I was like, good, really, really good stuff. Right. So like, I want you to know it's being noticed at least by me. It's being um, noticed by everybody in the gym. Yeah. You know, he's a very, um, I've had a few conversations with him and I say what's up to him, you know, now and then, but I think, you know, I've, I've talked to Kari more about him than mm. I've talked to him about yeah, him. Yeah, you know? right. He's a quiet, right. he's a very, yeah, he, he doesn't say a lot, right. you know, he, he comes in there, he handles his business, um, doesn't talk a whole lot. Right. So you I know, know he's got a good story though, because when he and I were talking, he gave me like this short two, three, four sentence, like summary yeah. of a little bit of the backstory. And I was like, all right, like this guy's got a really good story. All I right. know it just by what he shared. Yeah. And it's a story of overcoming. Right. I, I know he went through something very difficult. I don't know exactly, but because I, I wanted to save it for this mm -hmm. when he eventually finds his way on here. Yeah. No, I know gonna, it's going to be a good story. I, I'm, I'm going to talk to him, man. Because okay. so I told him earlier, I went up to him and I, I wanted to make sure that, hey, if I nominate him, like, would it be cool with you, right? And he, he seemed a little shy, skeptical little and I said, dude, look, it's just a conversation, yeah. whatever. Right? I'm doing it Once today. Once you share the episode with him and yeah. say, look, you know, Ashley's been on, Christiana, we got other guys coming on, Dr. D. Yeah. And he even said himself, you know, hey, I, I need to push myself to do things more like there we that, go. you know? There we go. So, so I think he will do it. And I hope he really does do it because I'm very interested in hearing, you know, about uh, about him and, yeah. and how he kind of came to this. But right. again, you look at the guy and like you were saying, he obviously knows his stuff, mm -hmm. right? He's obviously experienced. You see the same clientele with him regularly. So obviously people are staying with him because it's working, right? right. But I mean, you just see this guy and I've even, you know, spoke with Kari too, you know, just he's very, um, he's, He's methodical, he, right? Like he's he, really right, and you structured can, and very dialed in, and you can tell, you yeah. know. So, so yeah, I think that'd be a, a pretty interesting uh, person. Cool, good one, thank you. All right, what's your big question for me, man? So my big question to you, and I just had it too, man, and I lost it. Take your time. God, I wanted to piggyback. I wanted to ask it earlier, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to go off track. Okay. But I'm gonna go with this though, Joey. You know how aside from this guy into fitness and stuff right because we've talked you know i've got to know you from that aspect yeah. but who who is joey if you can kind of give me a don't give me two sentences give me a little bit more than two sentences but just kind of like a little summary as far as like who joey is uh aside from from fitness because i know this isn't your whole life you got a family yeah. you you came from other places and all that so right because i haven't sat down with you and had this conversation yeah true we're gonna soon though a bigger one so who's joey um I'm a young 53 year old <laughs> dude, um, you know, and 
this is not by my doing. This is all by God's doing. Like all the blessings go to God. 100%. Um, and the God part has been a journey that I've spoken about before in other realms. Um, but so, you know, I've had my ups and downs in life. Like I've been through, I had two very difficult marriages, even more difficult divorces, kids involved. Uh, but, you know, fast forward to now, like, I've learned to like go into deep forgiveness, like really love the painful times and take the positives out of all of them, forgive everybody involved, find love for those people, for all the good things. For example, my former wives, they brought some awesome kids into this world with me. My kid, like I wanted to be a young father from when I was like 20. Yeah. I wanted to be a young dad, you know, collectively, they were involved in making that happen. You know, it wasn't the greatest on all fronts, but everybody's turned out good. All the kids are great. There's mutual respect and courtesy between all the parents. Um, but honestly, I still feel like I'm in my early thirties and I still have this whole life ahead of me. Yeah. Right. And again, it's because of God's grace leading my steps to be able to find answers and things to do to help make that happen. Right. It wasn't like my own smarts that made it happen. It was the grace of God that put me on a path to discover these things. So in, in all that, I've realized part of that gift that I've been given is to be able to bring it to other people. Right. And so I'm always looking for opportunities to help people, whether it's professionally with private clients doing this type of podcast, which is not the first one. Uh, I've got the Fitness Truth podcast, but always putting teachings and lessons and encouragement into the world to help reach other people who, who might need that as the thing that's going to save them. Right. Right. And I've had people reach out. Like I've heard your episode with so-and-so and how, you know, you, you help them come from such a dark, confused place and now they're on the right track, loving life. That's what inspired me because I'm so much like her I realized if she can do it, I can do it. And you were their teacher to guide them there. Right? I love doing that. And to yeah. me, that's like God gave me this gift to communicate in a very special way with people, to guide them gently, but, but definitively, to reach goals that they've never been able to reach before or that they were just confused about how to even go about it, where right. to start. So that drives me in life. Like, and I do this with everybody, like talking with you earlier about financial yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, like yeah, I, no. I, I don't take for granted everything I learned, no matter how it was learned. And I always look to like outside of me, who can I help learn this? Like same way I learned it, but, but it's a new version. I get to bring something beneficial that isn't taught in the mainstream. You're not going to learn this in school, really. Absolutely. How can I positively impact somebody else's life? Because I know when I do... I've, I've taken my gifts and shared them. And by imp, imp, improving that person's life, there's going to be a ripple effect of the, the lives of people around you improving. And you're going to teach like the stuff I teach you when we sit down about the yeah. financial and investments, you're going to take that to other people. Yeah. You're going to help other kids younger than you say, Hey, you're going to do these five steps. I'll show you what to do. And you're going to, you're going to be on a great track in terms of your financial health and fitness. Yeah. So helping people drives me. That's really, I have a love for people 
and helping them uh, is like, it's my way of sharing the love of my love for people right. is helping them with the unique things I can help them with. Man, uh, helping, I'm sorry, I mean, could you, yeah, helping no, people is so, it's, um, it's, it's sometimes it's just more of a self gift, a gift to yourself than it is a gift to them, you know? And I understand, right. you know, in certain cases you do obviously got to benefit and you got to, you know, pay bills and put right. food on the table and, you know, support your family. But when you have the opportunity to help somebody, um, cause you don't know what kind of change you could be making for them. Right. You know, right. And like you said, it could be that start that they need to completely take their life into another trajectory. Right. Right. Know? Yeah. I mean, to me, it's all, you know, you, when you came in, yeah, how's it going? What are you up to? I said, I'm just doing some emails, checking the stock market. And that opened a conversation, right? right? Um, and when I hear those openings, like for me, it's an opportunity to help somebody, right? So I do it whenever I reasonably can. Um, does all that give you a, a good answer of who Yeah, who no, Joe no, is? no, it, it does. It does. And I mean, especially the, uh, the selfless part. I mean, I've got a, I got a, I got a gist of that from the get go from you just, you know, showing me the, the the you know the the the, the midsection the workout. midsection workouts and stuff so, man that so, I still use to this day you yeah, know I see, and it's, I see. and it's always I been that. right and it's always been so hard for me to target those lower abs or find workouts that help me target those lower all right. abs and, this is good this yeah. is good listen yeah, up yeah no so, and, and I still Oregon this kid is in shape he's been doing this since he was a freshman he asked me hey can we do abs and core midsection we trained together and the first day after you were like yeah I, I feel it I yeah. feel it but then the second day you were like, oh, I really, like, yeah, I, I really feel it. Yeah. Really feel <laughs> what it. did you feel on that second day? Like, you man, I just, I felt, I just felt so much soreness in that lower, that lower midsection, you know, um, where you wanted it, where I wanted it, right. Where I was looking for it, you know? And, uh, and that's another thing too, you know, like I think people shouldn't hesitate to ask people for help. Cause you never know who's going to be willing and more people will, will be more willing to help you than not help right. you, you know? Yep. Um, I've even talked to some of the trainers at the Jim Jackson, you know, sometimes you feel a little like, like, I don't want to take what this guy right. spent so much time, worked hard yeah. at and learned and spent so much, you know, invested so much into mm -hmm. it and just like, hey, ask for that for free. Right. But sometimes people will give you what they reasonably can. Yeah. And, you know, that could just kind of make that little shift to right. give you what you need to take it to the next step, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but but no, man, that's that's. That those, that those workouts have helped me a lot. And I've been able to pass it on to Idris, you know, Amen. that he still does right. it too, right? Exactly. I saw. I so, was right yeah. there. Yeah, you'll so. see even without me, right? So, yeah. Um, That's good. Yeah, so man. So if you ever want to train any other body part, just let me know. Like, yeah. I'm totally happy to do it. And oh, you'll pick up it. at least two, three, four things. Absolutely. To Absolutely. I see you working on doing. like some mobility and, and, and stuff like that. So I think that's um, that's been something too that I've been trying to focus on lately is being more well-rounded because I've been in the weight room for so long and obviously active, but like I've been trying to run more, just get more out of my comfort zone with the mobility, with stretching, with, I'm like, I'm doing yoga on Tuesdays now, right? right? Um, just getting in tune with different things and different ways of moving my body just yeah. to rounding out your whole approach. Right, yeah. right. Being right. Exactly. Being very well rounded, um, to where I can still be 50 years old and hit a squat without 60, going, ah, 70, back, brother. You know? Yeah. 60, 70, 80, yeah, even. God right. willing, you know? So um, think big. Yeah. 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 No. And I also love what you said about yourself at the, you know, your, some of the uh, the things that you've overcome in your life with the marriages and the divorces, um, but also having the perspective of um, the good things that have came out of them, you know. Um, oh, I've grown so much. Yeah, like like I've always been a pretty decent person. Thank thank the Lord for that. Like just wiring me a certain way. But we can all improve no matter where we we're can at. All and I'll tell you right now, like those experiences, as painful and challenging as they were, 
um, they all worked to, to like push me not only toward my potential right. as a whole person, but to expand my potential. Yep. Right. And you know, I know a lot of other people out there, they'll take a situation like that and it will, they will allow it to make them bitter, angry, mm -hmm. nasty, hate the world, you know, and, and we can easily make a choice. Like, I'm going to use this situation to help it improve me. Right. Right. It really just depends on how we look at it, how we, process it and what kind of energy we feed into everything afterwards yes, yes it right? is man it's it's about having that perspective and, and again i'll go back to you know my brother one of the worst i'm not I mean, the worst thing i've ever experienced in my life the hardest thing i've ever experienced in my life um you know but but there's uh, there are some good things that come out of a lot of these non-ideal situations you know right. like uh, i don't know if if that would have never happened again i was never in tune with my religion before mm. that right mm -hmm. so um that was uh, a, a big a big positive that came out of that huge negative in my life right um you know and you know once you kind of start to learn that you start to think hey these these things are out of our hands right and it is what it is and you know sometimes we we act surprised when these things happen like they were never going to happen mm -hmm. you know right like we're in control of these things mm -hmm. you know but yeah. but again just having that perspective of hey there are some positives that come out of yeah. some negatives and you know you it's, it's important for your mindset and for your psyche to 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 look at those as well just as much as people want to look at the downsides of things right. and the negatives of things truth truth yeah. all right so before we wrap up and we share uh, argon's instagram handle uh, gonna ri ri remind you midlifemusclepodcast.com if you're on the audio you'll want to go there to catch all the videos midlifemusclenews.com to catch the newsletter uh, that i put out every couple of weeks some unique things on there um, you notice there were no, no commercial ads, no corporate sponsorship reels to run it's because we don't need ads for this. Um, people naturally find my fitness membership site and people naturally want to buy some of the brain belly body elixir mixer. Um, those are both doing well enough where those actually support me being able to do this. So, um, Let's share that social media handle. Yeah, yeah. So uh, everybody can follow me at my um, it's my business page, but I use it as my my personal page. Um, I don't think there's a better way of branding yourself than just naturally connecting with people. So the handle is at Argen, A-R-G-E-N underscore the underscore realtor. And uh, that's where you can find out. Instagram, Argen underscore the, the underscore, underscore realtor. realtor. A-R-G-E-N underscore T-H-E underscore R-E-A-L-T-O-R. Thank you, brother. Yes, this sir. has been awesome. Thank Appreciate so much, it. Appreciate yeah, we'll do it again. We're going to yeah, do an update. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's it for the Midlife Muscle Podcast. <laughs> Stay tuned for the next episode coming up next week. Peace and much love.